May we serve you humbly. Jesus, may we, as your church, be your body. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> I'm 44 years old, and my dad's been passed. There's some ringing up here, by the way. My dad's been passed for about four years. Um, but yesterday, once again, I don't know how often this happens. It happens a lot. As I was outside just working on the farm by myself, I just found myself wondering, can dad see me? And I think that my mind goes there because there is just a natural desire in me to want to please my father. I think it's something that, that God just put within me. Even when I didn't always agree with my dad, I always looked to him for his approval. And one of the things that I've found later in life in, in being a father is that I discovered that one of the things that my dad did is that he continued to love me even when I rejected him. And that's one of the things that the Lord is showing me that being a father is. It's loving even when you're rejected. Even when your kid looks at you like you're dumb and you don't know what you're talking about, it's continuing to love them in spite of it. And where does that come from? Well, it comes from our Heavenly Father. Did you know your Heavenly Father doesn't wait for you to love Him to love you? He loves you whether you love Him or not. He loves you whether you reject Him or not. God demonstrates His love to us. And as followers of Him, we are called to represent God, to represent Jesus to those around us. How do we do that? Well, we do the very thing that God does for us. We love even when we're rejected. You know, it's, it's affirming <laughs> to hear the frustration coming out of, of people uh, here because I, I feel the same way. I feel just very um, oppressed in the midst of all that's going on and just overwhelmed, and I just want to throw my hands up. But in the midst of it all, what I find God saying to me is that the way I am to react is that I am to demonstrate who He is by loving others. That's what I'm to do. Now, love isn't just a whimsical thing. Love, so many times we think of the, the world's idea of love uh, as being something that is, is just whimsical, uh, something that is um, not strong, but God's love is strong. Uh, God's love encompasses so much. God's love, Scripture says, uh, includes discipline. Scripture says that He disciplines us because 
He loves us. That's who God is. But God never stops loving. Um, my father, one of the things he used to say that I absolutely hated is that before he would spank me, and yes, my dad spanked me, and I am so grateful he spanked me. Before dad would spank me, he would say, son, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. And at that point, I would offer to take the belt and switch roles, but he would never go for it. And as I was sitting here this morning, I remembered a day where I was fearful of him and I knew that I was going to get it. And so I ran upstairs and I ran into a room and I locked the door. I'd show him. My dad was a large man. Uh, at that time, he probably weighed 350 pounds. And that little door didn't stand much of a chance. He broke it right down. And my little heart was quivering. But once again, he repeated those words to me. This is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. God's love is not weak. God's love is strong. But God never stops loving us. Um, one of the scriptures that the Lord reminded me of, this is not our main one, uh, but Romans 5.10 says this. Many of you will recognize this. It says, For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of His Son, while we were still His enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of His Son. While we were still His enemies... Jesus did not wait for you to start loving him to love you. He started loving you first. And thank the Lord for that. And it's because that love's been demonstrated for us that we then learned how to love. And not only are we to love God, and that's where our love is to start, and by the way, if you're wondering how you can love someone who doesn't love you, the way you do it is by loving God and then loving others as He tells you to. That's how you do it. That's how you love in spite of rejection because the God who loved you first is asking you to do it. That's how we do it. But that's how we learn how to love. It's because Jesus first loved us. The scripture I want to look at this morning is Matthew 20, beginning in verse 20. Jesus um, was teaching his disciples what love was about. And what love is about is service. What leadership is about is service. And one of the things that we're going to see in this scripture is we're going to see a contrast between the world's idea of leadership and the kingdom's idea of leadership. The world's idea of leadership is, I want to lead because I get honor when I lead. I get a title, I get recognized, and I desperately want that honor. You see, when we are not looking to God 
looking at us, when we're not looking for His approval, you know whose approval we're looking for? Anybody around us. Anybody around us. It's so crucial that, our, that we do look to Him for approval so that we're not looking to everybody else. But the world doesn't know the Father, and so because of that, they're constantly looking to everybody else for approval. And one of the ways to get that is, is some kind of position. But in the kingdom, leadership and position is always about serving. You want to be the greatest? Be the humblest. You want to be first? Be last. You want to lead people? Then you get down and you serve people. That's what the kingdom's about. Well, in verse 20, the disciples, like us, were still learning. And in verse 20, we see the mother of two of them come to Jesus, and she says this. It says, she knelt respectfully to ask a favor. And Jesus asked, what is your request? She replied, in your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. Now, She's doing this out of a mother's heart because she cares about her sons, right? But what is she after here? Does she want her sons to serve because she knows her sons serve well? Is that what she's after here? No. She wants her sons to be honored. That's all she's after here. I, I just want my sons to be honored. And in some ways, it's nice because as a mother, she's focused on her sons. And it's nice to have parents who are focused on you. But she doesn't understand what leadership is about. It's not about being honored. It's about serving. And so Jesus responded to them, the two sons, and said, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering that I'm about to drink? Oh, yes, they replied. We're able. Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. My Father has prepared those places for the ones He has chosen. Now, I want you to notice that Jesus said, you will indeed drink from this. Why was he saying that? Because they were his disciples. He was training them what it is to live in the kingdom. And what it is to live in the kingdom is this. It's to love. It's to love even when it's bitter. It's to love even when we suffer for it. Now again, I'm not talking about a weak love, okay? Jesus did not demonstrate a weak love. But Jesus did demonstrate a love where he laid down his life willingly, even when people didn't understand it. I mean, think about that. When he was in the, in the throes of it, when he was laying his life down, how many people were surrounding him and saying, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for doing this. That wasn't the scene. The scene was 
He says he's a God, let him save himself. The scene was rejection and mockery. It's so hard to love when you're being rejected and when you're being mocked. But that's what we're called to. That's what it is right now to love in the midst of what we're living in. It means that you will be mocked. It means that you will be rejected. Why do we do it? Because it's what our Father did for us. He laid down His life while we were still enemies. And Jesus knew that that would be the path that they would have to follow. Well, guess what? They're not the only disciples. If you call Jesus your Lord and your Savior, you are His disciple. And you are called to the same thing. We are called to love, and it is a bitter cup of suffering. Verse 24 says, When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over the people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give His life as a ransom for many. Here's what He was pointing out. The other ten were indignant like, oh, you're trying to get ahead of us. This isn't right. And Jesus is saying, hey, if you understood what leadership was, you, you wouldn't even be angry about this. Because what leadership is, is leadership is being the first to lay down your life. Scripture says that the man is to be the leader in the household. That's what it says. And do you know what it says that leadership is? It says it's laying down your life. That's what it says, like Jesus did. All of a sudden, everybody's not rushing to it. Because in this world, again, leadership means that you're honored. Your name is known. People give you applause. That's not the way it is in the kingdom. In the kingdom, it's all about being the first to lay your life down. And right now, we're in a culture that's crying the opposite. We're in a culture right now who is hollering about, I want my fair share. And Jesus is saying, your fair share was hell. And it's only because of Him and His love that you will not receive your fair share, but instead, you will receive the fair share of Jesus. And although I cannot earn that fair share, the only way that I can truly receive that share is to walk in the footsteps of my Savior, who although He was perfect, although He was the Creator of everything, 
He not only took on flesh as a man, but he came and while he lived here, he served. That's what he did. He didn't live among riches. He came and he served. And he demonstrated what love and what leadership is. So, do you want to be a leader? Do you want to lead others? Well, I hope you do. Because I think that's something that God's going to put in us. Is to lead others towards Him. How do you do that? Do you do it by gaining a position and then telling people how you made it there? And telling people the secrets of how you got there? No. No, what you do is you demonstrate it over and over by laying your life down. And the, the bigger platform, if you will, that God gives you, you continue to go lower and lower and you serve more and more. But here's, here's the, the flip side of it is that the people that you are serving, while you're serving them, most of the time won't get what you're really doing. They won't really get the sacrifices you're making. Just as when Jesus laid his life down, they really didn't get the sacrifice that he was making until later. And right now, as you lay your life down and you love others, even when they're not recognizing it, it's making an impact. And God will use it. But Jesus can only be demonstrated to others when we follow in His path and we serve others, not waiting for them to demonstrate love back to us. And I don't know about you, but that's not in my flesh. And the only way that I can do that is to just continue to empty myself before the Lord and to allow Him to fill me. And again, I, when I think about it, I get angry until I think about Jesus. And I think about the fact, wait a minute, who am I doing this for? You see, I'm not even good enough to... to do it for somebody else, even though God asked me to. The only way that I can really lay my life down is to look at Him and to know that He laid His life down for me even before I loved Him. And that even before I loved Him, He continued to pursue me. And that even now, as I continue to reject Him, He continues to love me. And it's only when I look to Him in the midst of that that's the only way that I can then demonstrate that for others. Because I'm not even doing it for them, I'm doing it for Him. Because they're not my children. They're His children. But He wants to demonstrate His love for them through you and through me. So are we going to lay our life down? Are we, are, is Jesus worthy of that? That's the question that each of us have to answer. Or are we going to spend our time like the disciples in the beginning of this parable were and we're trying to get our fair share or more? That's what my flesh wants to do.
my flesh wants to say, well, I want that. Well, I deserve that. But if I'm going to inherit all that is the Lord's, I've got to lay all that down and say, I'm going to spend my time here serving and being an instrument. Jesus, we can't understand why you would lay your life down even when we reject you. We can't understand why you would pursue us even when we reject you, but you do. Lord, we want to be your instruments. Lord, help us to just have an understanding of the love that you have for us. Thank you, Lord, that you demonstrated that love is serving. Help us, Lord, to use whatever leadership places that you've given each of us to serve. Lord, give us the faith to reject the idea of seeking honor and just to love, even when those that we are serving reject us. And thank you, Lord, that we're able to do that through you, Holy Spirit, and just through you living through us. Thank you for that. And thank you, Lord, this morning, that no matter what our earthly father was like, we have a heavenly father who loves us and constantly watches over us and is perfect and never rejects us. Thank you for that. Help us each to see that and to feel it and to know it. And for those of us who are fathers right now, Lord, we need your strength to be able to demonstrate what you demonstrate for us. To be able to love even when we're rejected. To serve even if we're rejected. And to use, Lord, the leadership places you've given us to serve. Lord, help us to walk differently than the world. Help us to walk in the reality of the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.